I'm Denzel Mohammed, and welcome to JobMakers. Immigrants move for many reasons, and sometimes it can be a matter of life or death if they don't uproot. But no matter where they're from, they enrich the cultural landscape of this country while enjoying the freedom and protection the U.S. offers. For Sebastian Corbat, immigrant from Argentina and founder and CEO of Del Sur Empanadas, it was a rare disease called X-linked lymphoproliferative syndrome, or XLP, that brought him here. The disease had already taken the lives of three of his brothers. He needed life-saving treatment, and the U.S. was where he would get the chance to survive. And he did. Post-op therapy gave him a new lease on life and a business idea. We should all have access to healthy, organic, and hopefully tasty and fun foods. So Sebastian, who by the way was trained as an IT engineer, went about helping his communities eat healthy with the empanadas he grew up preparing in his mother's kitchen. In doing so, he's sharing his culture and increasing health awareness across Massachusetts, the place where his life was saved, as you'll hear in this episode of JobMakers. Sebastian Corbat, founder and CEO of Del Sur LLC, immigrant from Argentina. Welcome to the JobMakers podcast. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you, Denzel. Thank you for having me here. So you're the maker of the most delicious empanadas in the Northeast, uh, and you came here from Argentina. But your path to the U.S. was not that of a typical migrant. In fact, it was a matter of life or death, right? Tell us how you ended up coming to the U.S. Yes, that's right. Um... Indeed, I came here with my wife and two children just to save my life um, because I had a life-threatened um, illness um, that I had to, my doctor told me that I had to receive a very complex bone marrow transplant, and the only place was the Dana-Farber. So um, after we did uh, a fundraising, because my health insurance was not covering it, we came here and we did a transplant in less than three months, uh, around three months, um, July of 2012. Um, I, I was five years in the hospital and then I have to do all the after the treatment, which was a year and a half, up to two years. Um, yeah, that's, that's the reason why we came here, but it's not... Um, idea of the business started later later on so obviously that experience at data farber in boston was life-changing in a number of important ways uh but it paved the way for a new life for you in massachusetts and from what i read it sparked a very innovative business idea explain how del sur empanadas came about it was something the doctors was telling you right yes yes um along the medical treatment I also started doing some integrative treatments, health treatments, which include meditation, um, breathing. I, I learned how to manage the stress because I learned that stress is the cause that triggers all, almost all the diseases. Um, so I, I learned a lot of things, including nutrition. And they told me there that if I 
if I eat chicken, for example, it should be organic and something else. I didn't know what organic means. Everything was organic, but I, I didn't know at all. So I started um, learning that and doing my own research on nutrition. And and then I figured out living here after the treatment that was two years, that most of the people in Boston, they, they like to eat healthy, but nobody has time because we're all running around and behind the, the agenda. So I thought, why don't we offer something that is quick and healthy at the same time? If we bring something from our country, uh, original that we don't have here, but using all natural ingredients to offer something together, health and fast. I just love the idea of bringing something from your country because that's what immigrants do. And that's why we in the U.S. have access to every possible kind of cuisine from around the world. And it's it's right there. But you filled a void with no one was 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 producing these uh, organic, healthy, uh, easy to access empanadas. So you started in 2015 with a traditional storefront in Burlington, Massachusetts. But within a couple of years, you quickly changed tactics, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, we started with a cafe in Burlington. Um, well, I came from a different industry. I Before this in Argentina, I was working in the telecommunications industry, um, in wow. software development. Yes, it's a big change. Everything changed that year. So I love to do something local. I started this place in Burlington, offering my empanadas at the beginning. Were, they were all with all organic ingredients. Um it wasn't the, the right place maybe for the, the kind of product in Burlington. And also having a cafe was very time-consuming for our lifestyle. So we decided to to spread this product to more people, not only in Burlington, and to start growing the, the empanadas and transforming the business into a factory, small factory. So we moved into a... Commissary Kitchen in Lowell, Lowell, Massachusetts, in 2017. And since then, we are making the same product, but now we freeze them and back them, and we are able to offer it to more people around Easter Boston and Massachusetts and around. And I just, I can't emphasize enough, you, you mentioned it, just the change that you had to endure and think through and overcome not just moving from another country but another language another culture you have a background in software and telecommunications now you make you know mass producing empanadas like that's a lot of change right <laughs> yes yes it is a lot of change um yeah it's challenging i, I always like challenge um since i graduated from engineering in the year 2000 I, I remember that I had a decision to to be hired by the big company uh, or the other, my other second option, uh, which I chose was um, a very small company. I had an interview with the owner and I learned a lot of business from the owner because I chose that, that option. I, I worked there for five years, my first five years. Um, I did that because I, I, I always loved um, challenge and to start things brand new and make them grow. So I'm very happy with my business now that that's what I'm doing. Um, yes, this, this had maybe was most of the maybe most challenging life 
thing in my life, changing careers, country, language, industry, everything together one time. But as I said before, with when I started doing meditations and how to manage stress and everything, I learned it was a huge process, spiritual and healing process, that I learned how to manage and view life and how to manage my inner things and feelings in in a different way and that that bring me to a new state that I learned how to manage new things and and something very inside that it's hard to to put it in words but um it's much easier to to deal with um maybe emotions that can be created for the environment from customers that are not happy with the product or um, a deal that is not um, that you you cannot close or something that it may happen in the business or any other part of my life that I am able to manage much better. And I like it. I enjoy it. And this brings me to my next point, which is one of your mottos is do good. Why do you choose to do good? And what form does this take with your business? Yes, um, that's one of our mottos. Do good um, is kind of related of um, this new lifestyle. That whatever we do is not only not only that I am gonna make empanadas, make money. I I I love to feed my family and have a good and better lifestyle, of course. But is to give something to every stakeholder in my community, to my customers, to my helpers in the kitchen or helpers at the farmer's market, to my my partners, suppliers. Every step that I make, I have to think that it's doing good to everyone in my small community. Um, have a good impact, or at least not damaging anyone. Um, and that's the thing that work they, they in the long term they, they work very well when you you realize that um but yes we have some other mottos that um, i cannot decide <laughs> at the beginning it was shared taste because we were bringing this product from our countries to usa to share this taste from us our origins to everybody here um some other motto that came from a customer many customers that i like it is always a hit uh, because when they bring it home, it's a product that never fails. Um, yes, but do good is something that is part of our core. And this is from the ground up. This is from the community level because you use a lot of locally sourced ingredients. You help sustain local farms and you make the community healthier. And the fact that you're doing this in many different communities because you go to farmers markets across Massachusetts, uh, you're having community-level impact in a very, very broad way. And sticking with that community-level impact, um, do you support other budding entrepreneurs? Do, do you share your experiences with others? Do you foster entrepreneurship in young people? Yes, I do. I do. I I, I love that part, too. Um, yes, even though <laughs> I, I usually don't have too much free time, um, <laughs> I always find a way to make my time to help um, and support others. I, I think it's not only that I support this, um, because other business people with more experience than me 
help me out and I can help others with less experience or sometimes it's a peer groups. Um, like I've been part of um, some groups that are called E for All or Entrepreneurs for All. There are two, two different groups. And we are peers where we have meetings and we just share our, our issues. And they're multi-industry and multicultural. So maybe I am in a group with an accountant, with an engineer, with um, someone that makes um, fabrics um, or toys. So they, they have different different industries. And we can share our problematics and talk about all together. And it's, it's a very nice, very nice um, community. Um, and I am also, well, I did a program at e for all in 2017 that it was very helpful for my business. And now I became a mentor there, and I am mentoring other entrepreneurs that are starting in the business. It's very, it's, it's not only when you, when you do that, it's not that only that you, you're giving up your experience, you're sharing your experience with someone else, and it's magically you, you also learn from things from while you teach. It's very, very nutritious. The name of your business translates to from the south. Is and you, 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 you stated earlier that you want that you brought something from your home country to the U.S. It's not just a business. It's educating people about other cultures. It's a cultural exchange, right? Why is that important to you as you live and work and raise a family in the U.S. coming from Argentina? Yes, we've, we've been dealing with many names um, at the beginning, and we like that one, Del Sur, which means, as you say, means from the south. Um, I am from Chile, and my wife is from, sorry, <laughs> I am from Argentina, and my wife is from Chile. So we are from the very south of the continent of the Americas. Um, we couldn't be southest. We have some difference and some similar similarities in our cultures. One of them is that we used to make empanadas at home with our in our childhood with our mom at the, at the kitchen, we didn't know each other, but we were like sharing the history, the two of us. So it was um, was very nice to, to say that if we are bringing our part, it's part of our culture to North America, um, it came from the South, from, and we like to say it in Spanish, from Del Sur, from where we are, where our roots, our beginnings. And Chile and Argentina, and your last name is Corbat, which does not sound very Spanish to me. Tell me a little bit about that. Because what I know from about Argentina, it's there are a lot of European influences. Italian, I was told Argentina has the best pizzas. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, I miss the pizzas there. <laughs> um, yes, after... Yeah, there were many, many um, waves of immigration in Argentina. I think the biggest one was um, Italian people coming after or at the Second War, World War, War um, Second War. Um, yes, you can. It's very easy to find Italian last names in Argentina. My so if I uh, we use our parents, our fa father last name. That's our culture in Argentina. In Chile, they use the both names, the father and the mother. But if I go to my four grandparents, I can say that it's 50% Spanish, 
25% Italian and 25% from Switzerland. And Corbat came from Switzerland, uh, which is my the, the father of my father, my grandparent. And yeah, wow. The last ten years doing this research on Facebook, I met some Corbats from Geneva um, that I never personally met, and some of them said that the Corbats moved from Russia to Switzerland. And the last name was instead of C with a K, and instead of B as a boy was the B as a Victor. So they changed a little. So I really don't know <laughs> where the last name was the real origin of the last name, but I know that my grandparents moved from Switzerland to Argentina. Yeah, it's hard to. I have my heart in Buenos Aires. Of course. Because I grew up there, I have many friends from my childhood but I'm a family but uh, I feel like from everywhere at this point <laughs> I feel like you're from everywhere but there must be something special about the United States when it comes to dreaming up and starting a business from scratch from nothing from just based on what what you know what do you think is special about the US when it comes to entrepreneurship I think it's because the country works um the country works, everything works. Um, in, the, in South America, we have plenty of corruption and it's, it's hard to manage a business. It's very hard. Um, yeah, well, I, I came to USA because of health and we decided to stay here because we, we love where we live. Um, and I think that starting up a business here in USA is it's totally different than Latin America. Um, we know when when we do the right things, everything works very very well. We pay taxes, and we know that the taxes go back um, to make roads, to make things, to do better things in the country. Um, it's that that changed a lot. That that changes um, whole country. Um, everything everything else relates on that that. Um, with the corruption that we have in Latin America, everything is getting worse over time. The, the education, the, the industries, everything is, is harder. And it's very hard to start a business there because you it's hard to make a five years plan. You don't know how it's gonna work. You don't know how the, the inflation and the economy is gonna explode in two, three years. Um, there are so many, so many much more variables that you have to count compared when you you make a plan here in in USA. Um, well, I have I had a business there in Argentina, and it was very very tough. It was much more challenging that that doing it here. Yes, and and you had partners in that business in Argentina, and you're doing your business in the US all on your own, and yet. You know, that was so much more challenging. But I'm very glad that you chose to stay in the U.S. and that you chose to start a business and you chose to not just feed people, but make people healthier and also share your culture with us through your business. So that's pretty remarkable, Sebastian. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, I, I really love um, what I'm doing right now. I, I think it's um, a huge process in my in my life. 
Sebastian Corbat, founder and CEO of Del Sur Empanadas LLC in Lowell, Massachusetts. Thank you so much for joining us on the JobMakers podcast. Thank you, thank you. JobMakers is the podcast about immigrant entrepreneurship and innovation produced by Pioneer Institute, a think tank in Boston, and the Immigrant Learning Center in Malden, Massachusetts, a not-for-profit that gives immigrants a voice. Thank you for joining us for today's inspiring story of an immigrant business owner who's making food that's both healthy and fun. If you know another outstanding business owner or innovator that we should talk to, email Denzil, that's D-E-N-Z-I-L, at jobmakerspodcast.org. I'm Denzel Mohammed. See you next time for another episode of Jobmakers.